0: Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7.
1: Radio Newark Sport, brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs, on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk Tonight on the Thirsty Football Show. Rhys Lewis on a memorable weekend for his family. Your best moment in football... The weekly flow serve, Town Talk, Pitchside Dave's best and worst of last weekend's local matches, a look or two starting the FA Cup and a classic case of not throwing stones in a glass house. And if we get time, we'll tell you what's coming up this weekend. Let's get on with it. Okay, we'll kill the music because it's a busy night. Um, And we've got one birthday because 34 years old today is Wayne Rooney. So, what I want to know from pitside Dave and Mr. Smith, how good is Wayne Rooney? Or, much point, how good was um, um, Wayne Rooney? Manchester United's top goal scorer ever 183 goals in 393 matches. England's leading goal scorer, 53 goals in 120 appearances. But somehow, he's nobody's favourite. Mr Smith. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I would agree with that, totally. Um, because I don't think that he um, is, a, is a... Oh, yeah, that would work. I don't think that he really is um, a very popular character. Why? Come on, we well, need more than that. Well, even at the height of his powers... Um, he walked off in front of a camera in an England shirt saying, it's great to be booed by your own fans, thanks a lot. And, you know, I mean, that's just... Probably right. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, it hardly endears yourself to the public, does it, behaving but like we're that. talking about a footballer
1: who, in his pomp, scored 30 goals a season, regular. Hmm. And then, for some reason, Ferguson didn't think he was a goal scorer. But, oh, that's bad management from the Scotsman. And he brought Van Nistelrooy in and he brought Van Persie in and he brought almost anybody in to score goals apart from the man that was scoring in 30 goals a season. So Rooney changed his game and supplied. He'd become the supplier. It was good enough to do that, yet still, he's not in people's grades. David? Um, yeah, I think it's his attitude... His attitude
0: um, I can't remember him a great deal from when he was at Everton but when he came to United he seemed to pick up a lot of the traits that made as we have said about Alex Ferguson that made United the most hated club from being the most popular club whenever you saw him being interviewed he always seemed to have a criticism about something that was going on but yeah you can't fault his effort and uh, at one time as an England's top scorer he did very well for England but towards the end I actually felt England were playing better when they didn't build the team around Rooney That would be my criticism. I don't think he did
2: it for England. He scored one of the top three goals that I've ever seen while I was in a bar in Barcelona watching the derby against Manchester City and that overhead kick for Man United to Man City was absolutely outstanding. And we're talking about a bar in Barcelona, so you've got people who watch Messi every fortnight and they all went, oh my goodness, or the equivalent of that in a Spanish bar. Dangerous play, foot-up, should have been a free kick.
1: (laughs) 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 And it come off his shin. Uh. (laughs) You love Derby, don't you? Um, So, come on, If you had to name your all-time Premier League side, would Manchester
2: United and England's top scorer be in it? I don't think so, no. Despite his goals. Because I tend to pick people that I really like, as opposed to really talented if, if I was to name how can you work that logic well, out I'd, I'd probably put Sir Shearer ahead of him
1: I would put Shearer
2: and Lineker. Hmm. Was, yeah.
0: Lineker did play in the Premier didn't he Just Just yeah, yeah I think yeah. so um,
2: hmm. but yeah I'd, I, I would certainly put Shearer ahead of him and while we're on the subject of Alan Shearer he used to be rubbish on Match of the Day and he's now world class so full credit to him for that uh,
1: I think Rooney as Dave said is been tarred by the um arrogance of manchester united it's yeah. as simple as that if he was with another club we'd all think he was probably brilliant
0: and sadly he's not too eloquent when he speaks it's a bit like david beckham sort of it's a bit like things what i wrote and a lot of people think you know there's a certain amount of yeah, jealousy he's well paid and he's not particularly eloquent there we
1: but th- there we go we, i have this debate with his lordship there about andy murray he doesn't like Andy Murray because he's no good in front of a camera. He plays tennis.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah again you see people don't well
0: people south of the border don't like Murray because he came out with the wants the anybody but England um remark at uh, I quite liked him for that. Well, yeah, I mean, if he had been—I mean, given his due, he was honest. Whereas if he'd have just sort of said, "Well, I'm not that interested in football, but yeah, it'd be nice to see them do well," he'd have probably got a load more cheers. But saying, was, "Yeah, anybody but England," and
2: uh, I think everybody started liking Andy Murray when he cried. When he cried, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love Scotland and anything Scottish, but I just can't get on with Andy Murray because he just hasn't got a personality, and that's simple. You like anything Scottish, including the road back to England. That's the best thing to come out of Scotland. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs>
1: yeah, and, and um, you yeah, know, it, 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 if people like Scotland that much they could off to Scotland
2: look stay there we've done racism already this week right we're going to (laughs) do it again in a few minutes time
1: (laughs) right um, last weekend I picked on a couple of the stories and people were talking about their football in memories I stuck it out on on Facebook and and I have got one or two Stu Lawrence Sarah Morgan Andy Doyle um, Sam Willis Luke O'Reilly have all come up with their memories and over the next few weeks, we're going to try and catch up with them and they can tell you what their memories are of their best football. Um, It can be sitting in front of the television watching it, it can be at a match, or it could be playing it. I mean, Stu Stu Lawrence, bless him, is, um, let me find it, Playing for Sawmill in the mid-90s. That's the (laughs) highlight of his career. I saw that.
0: That, I thought that was brilliant.
1: 4-2 down against New York Post Office and three minutes to go. Steve Horn scores with a diving header to make it 4-3. Nipper Smith slotted one home with 30 seconds to level it. And with the clock ticking, Stu Lawrence made a rear run into the opposition box. Uh, The cross came in and he met it with a perfect glancing header put the ball in the bottom corner and then, now that yeah that's, that would be wouldn't it yeah. yeah that is a fantastic so it doesn't matter if it's sawmill against new York post office or it's sitting in front of the television watching forest win the european cup again i'm not i'm not <laughs> bothered it's real football it's real it's real and, football. and that's why we go now everybody knows what mine is i've said it time and time again it's flow serve it's not it's Worthington Simpsons against Thorsby Colliery in the Notts <laughs> of Senior Cup Final. Uh, I'll tell you the story if, again if, another if, day, but Dave I'm not, not going to tell it now, because I'm not sure Dave Smith's actually listening to this. But when I know he is, we'll go through it yet again. <laughs> <laughs> 3 nil at half-time, want it, Dave? And you lost 5-3.
2: Anyway... Um, I can't think why he doesn't come on this programme. I don't
1: know why, but I'm going to let Mr Smith go first with his greatest footballing
2: memory well i was at the advertiser and the phone went and it was dukerys college on the phone who said will you come along with us because our girls have got through to the final our under 13 girls eight-a-side football team have got through to the national final and we'd like you to come along with us and report on it I said, "Look, I'm really busy this weekend. So, if, you know, I mean, if you send in a report, by all means, I'll give you plenty of coverage in the paper." But, but no thanks. And they said, "Oh, that's a shame because it's at the Millennium Stadium." And I said, "What time does the coach leave? I'll be there." I'd never been to the Millennium Stadium, and so they were basically representing Knox County, and they were playing. That uh, they were representing the Knox County School of Excellence, which is the only time I've ever heard Knox County and Excellence in the same sentence. But basically, they were playing against a team from High Wycombe um, who had, had got through to the final from there, from that particular group. So we went down there on the coach. It was a great trip. And then uh, the actual game that was taking place at the Millennium was um, Swansea City against Carlisle United uh, in the Leyland Daff whatever, Shurper you know, Sherpa Van or, or, or Johnston Paints or whatever derivative of that particular year. And um, and we were the warm-up act. And so I said to the teacher in charge of the team, is it okay if I come into the dressing room uh, before the game, obviously after the girls have got changed into the kit, so that I can listen to your team talk and add a bit of colour to the article? And she went, yeah, no problem. So she uh, called me in, and you could hear the crowd outside. It was, um, the, the, the roof was closed because... Um, basically there was rain forecast so the roof was closed and there were about 40,000 in there and you could hear them through, through through the dressing room walls and she said if you win today no matter whether you get married or have children or go on to sort of wonderful things in your lives you'll always remember today this is your day you're good enough to get here now, sorry, just a minute reached for a back pocket and got a mobile phone out and said yeah, yeah okay Richard, I quite understand, yeah no problem, Tony Smith here, he'll do it, yeah, no worries, see you later, love, and I said, uh, Tony Smith will do what exactly, and she said, that's Richard Byron, he's my assistant coach, but he's invited a teacher from another school, and, and so he can't, he's, he's got to sit with her in a stand, so will you be my assistant coach out on the touchline, I went, yeah, but, and the referee said, come on girls, time to go, and so we all walked down the tunnel, and the guy from Sky Television said, just wait until the cameras are ready. And then we walked up the tunnel into this 40,000 stadium, which sounded like 400,000 because the roof was closed. And I helped guide the girls to a goalless draw. And then all the Carlisle United supporters supported us because we were wearing all blue. And all the Wickham, all the Swansea fans supported the High Wycombe team because they were dressed in all white. And at the end of the game, 0-0, there's no time for extra time or penalties because the big boys wanted to come out to play. And so the presenter guy handed me the trophy and said, take your girls on a lap of honour, they've done brilliantly. And I thought I could say I'm just a journalist that's in the right place at a wonderful time. But then I thought, this is never going to happen again. I said, Come on girls and we ran round in front of the Carlisle fans, clapping above our heads while three layers. Three, three decks of, 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 of seats applauded by 18,000 people applauding us, and I was just clapping my hands over my head saying, please God, don't let me wake up. So he was a fake manager? Fake manager. <laughs> jumping on the bandwagon again. Jumping on the bandwagon again. <laughs> I just again. wanted you to know your fellow presenter has never been beaten at uh, the millennium.
1: Good God. Right, next week, because after all that, there's no time for this week. <laughs> next week, um, Big Sad Dave will have his moment of glory. Thank you. Um, and uh, he can um, tell you what his greatest memory um, is in football. If I've not mentioned, mine was when Wilton Simpson beat Ben Smith's <laughs> Forsby Colliery by five goals to three. After what was Fals- the score at half-time? It was 3-0 to um, Falsby. Oh, and, um, you should really mention that more often. Donny Age. Big Don ran through in the 93rd, 94th minute New of the answer tab. to George Best. And I tell you what, he goes on about how well Flow Server supported. That game was at Arnold Towns Grand. Yeah. And there was five coach loads. Five coaches <laughs> went from Newark. Really? Yes, magic, really.
2: Magic. Yeah. Five
1: coaches. Good, good old Newark. And I always remember because when the equaliser went in. The pitch invasion followed. First on the pitch was Father. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) You're not supposed to do that, but what the hell? Here we go. (laughs) Did you follow him? Yes. (laughs) Very very quickly. Very quickly. (laughs) So next week, more football memories, and it's going to be pitch side days. Right, we've changed around what we do now. Um, Dave's going to bring you um, the local roundup from East Knots and West Lincolnshire. Yes. I think that's what we call it, isn't it? Um, but first of all, we're going to have something that we have called the weekly flow serve. Two games. <laughs> yes, you may laugh. Two two games in a week um, for that's flow true. serve for Tony and I to, to mull over because we saw both of the games. Yeah, I um, make Saturday as well. You was there Saturday? Yeah. Yes, you was. Um, I didn't think they played very well on Saturday, I've got to be honest. I thought Romulus came to do a job and did a job did it very, very well. well. The word I used was streetwise, and um, they was in the referee's ear. Not nastily, but it was just in the referee's ear. Um, they knew when to kick the ball away, they knew when to <coughs> take a couple of minutes to have a break, and flow serve didn't seem to have plan B, because from minute one to minute 19, they seemed to think that pumping the ball towards their centre-forwards, center half's heads, was going to be the way to win the match. And we all went, to selston last night in an awful night the rain was falling in the pitch held up well but it was it was greasy
2: there's a fantastic turnout from the new Yorkers. and for the first half those served did exactly the same and you're
1: thinking put it on the ground pass to feet please because pass that, to feet
0: at the times i've seen them when they've played out from the back on the ground nobody's done it as well this season i've seen them
1: and whatever was said at half time in the second half, and it's probably helped playing downhill. If you've been to yeah. Selston; you know there is a bit of a, a bit of a hill there. Um, playing downhill, they did bless them past defeat, and Selston couldn't live with them. It was as simple as that. So I don't know if it's the Lawrence Gorman not being there effect. I don't know if it's nerves. I don't know what it is because I'm not a good enough footballer to know. But when they go short to feet. They're a lot, lot better team than they are when they're pumping it long.
2: Yeah, I mean, the the first half was very disappointing. The second half was what we've seen in in bits this season, which is pure quality and uh, very, very good results. I thought Selston's hospitality was first class. And um, I thought the cake was wonderful. Oh, that the cake, oh, the cake, <laughs> <absolute laughs> cake! They've obviously listened yeah. to you talking about it the running and the melted. cake. Melted, <laughs> it melted.
0: It was gorgeous. It didn't cake. have time to melt. Believe me, so you, did, you did have your cake and eat it. Last yeah. Yes, oh, oh very, very good. good.
2: I, I think he had three slices. Well
0: yes, that the cake
1: was the cake was <laughs> wonderful. Uh, two new signings. One is on loan from Grantham for a month, and Tony is going to tell you his name, Ricardo Concarvez right um he's been mentioned in previous reviews when he was scoring for grantham well we've seen him fleetingly for half a match and okay you can't tell anybody on half a match especially when your teams up against it so we will see how good this young man is um probably on saturday if it don't if it stops raining um and the second one again from grantham town mr smith is greg smith i used to work with greg i've known greg for an awful long time and Greg has, um, by his own admission, been, had a number of football clubs. Um, Brackley Town, after they won the trophy. Yes. He went there the season after. Wow. He's been to Stamford. He's been to Grantham a couple of times. And that may be corrected, Boston. maybe corrected, not yeah, now. I don't Greg's know. But Greg's been there and done it. Um, he's a big lad. Uh, you wouldn't argue with him. and uh, Him and Ben Hutchinson up front could form a formidable partnership. Um, scored two goals last night um,
2: One was fairly simple But the other was a
1: cracking
2: header mm, It was absolutely special And um, it was lovely to see uh, A fantastic turnout from the Newark public On an absolutely horrendous night um, Newark played a lot better in the second half When they were playing with the Tide But um, it was lovely to see when Ben got his, uh, when sorry Greg got his second goal that it was then substituted to a stand innovation from the Newark faithful. It was absolutely brilliant. Just to make sure he didn't get a hat-trick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, We'll see. Ben um, Greg signed, signed forms, and um, he'll score goals at step five, David, And of take. course, last yeah. night, oh, yes.
2: we yeah. also saw the, the return of Sean Woolley of from course, Eagles. Of course, yes. Um,
1: nice Sean played the, the first half. Got booked. That's not the first time. Um, some would say unluckily got booked others would say in the modern parlance it should have been a red yeah because both feet was both legs were straight both feet was off the ground and showing studs and showing studs but he took the ball as clean as a whistle thankfully because if he didn't it would have been a red what but was, you, you what know
0: see the got the, the, the um reaction of the guy he tackled
1: oh he just got up so he just got up. That probably that's probably it why it was just he a normal tackle. But you can't. You're not allowed to do that anymore, are you? No, but if the lad had milked yeah. it and yes, rolled yeah, around for aid, yeah. he'd probably got him sent off. A young referee. I mean, I, I felt so sorry for him. He'd got an assessor, he'd got his mentor, and he'd got an assessor's assistant there, all marking him. Bless the poor lad. And I thought he had a decent game. I have to say, I thought he had a decent game because when it did get a bit in the second half, a little bit, out come the book. You know. And, he, and you can see, I told you, there, 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 and there, and out comes, and I thought, to be honest, and I'm, you know me, no referees fan, I thought
2: well, that young man had a good game. He booked five players from either side that 30 years ago wouldn't have even been a foul. Yeah, but that's, the game's, game's changed. I just cannot stand this yeah. fact, the fact it's become a
1: non con The game sport. has changed, though. He booked five players, and in the modern game, all five of them was bookings. Yep. And as for Tom Potts' booking, <laughs> I'd have booked him just for the sheer touch of the ball. We've had the weekly flow serve, now let's have Town Talk. Right, there was no game for town on Saturday, but <laughs> uh, we, uh,
0: we trundled off with some excitement to Claycross on Tuesday night for the uh, Cup game, so it was CMFL North against South, top two sides. I got there very, very early, quite an advantage of working just round the corner from the ground. <laughs> Usual friendly welcome. Uh the uh Lee the groundsman apologised for the state of the pitch. He said it's wetter than it normally is and most people looked at it and thought it looked okay, although the guys coming off did say it was a bit spongy in places. Um a little a few a couple of changes to the side. Craig Rhodes was in goal um rather than Nathan Burrows. a new lad called Matt Gamble in at number three. But uh, the, back, the backbone of the uh, team Reese Lewis, Luce Parsons, Luke Parsons Ricky North, Steve Carty, George Asplin Lewis Chambers, Ben Castell, Tyler Martin They're all there um, The game kicked off And uh, it, was, it was very, very fast-paced by both sides Lots of playing the ball on the ground I took two uh, colleagues from work Who said they couldn't believe how good the standard was um, Claycross started to get slightly better They seemed to have more options And they got a couple of lads on the wing That were very very fast You think George Asplin's fast These guys took it to another um, dimension the, um, Went in at half time uh, Trailing 2-1 two, two, Now you mentioned the referee um, I sat and talked to the referee Before the game He'd been into um, On talk sport in the afternoon Apparently he'd been headbutted in a final somewhere early in the season The guy had just come to court and Some of the decisions he made was alienating both benches um, One of the things that was quite surprising I expected as normal to see the um, name of Josh Parfitt And Ant Lynham on the team sheet Ant's got a bad back So for the first time of seeing Clay Cross in 10 seasons He wasn't playing <laughs> And Josh Parlett apparently works uh, nice So he wasn't there But the two lads they'd got in, in place Grant Mitchell and uh, somebody Scully um, they were They were incredible Second half, I was actually counting the number of players um, Clay Cross had got on the pitch because they seemed to have an option. They'd got somebody in front, somebody to the left, somebody to the right, and somebody at the back. And it wasn't so much Newark played badly. Clay Cross were just, um, I thought, a, a yard better. And they capitalised. They, they, they finished up
1: winning 4-1. Was this an eye-opener for Newark then? I mean, it should You know, we've we've all got Newark as a certainty to get promoted and all things like that, because we've seen Newark and we all think that they're actually very good. And that is not a scoreline I expected.
0: No, I think, um, I mean, I've not had a chance to talk to Damo and Tony and uh, and the rest of the players because I needed to get off fairly early. I think they'll be concerned about the way they conceded goals again, and that's... I've I've noticed You look at say Din- Dinnington Who aren't playing particularly well But they've not conceded Newark have been playing well And have conceded Even against Sutton Rovers So uh, I think the ease With which they were cut apart A couple of times May be a cause for concern
1: mm. I mean They've got a big squad I mean I know Flo says Added to theirs this week But Flo says Added to theirs Because they've been Absolutely Cut apart by injuries Six or seven injuries I think it looked a good team i I was I, you know, yeah, okay, go to Claycross and get beat, but get beat four one was yeah that, I mean the, the guys from work afterwards said, well, we weren't quite expecting that, but it
0: was a cracking game, um, but we thought probably three two would mm. have been a fairer reflection, but Claycross took the chances, and they were they did cut New York apart a couple of times, and without lined them as well, which is um, um yeah.
1: But this, he, this has got to be Clay Cross's season, hasn't it?
0: I, I would say so. I mean, the nice thing with Aunt was he, he, as soon as he spotted me as they all did, they came across mm. and uh, we traded a few insults for five minutes and he did get told <laughs> by the referee and the linesman, get back in your dugout, shut up. And at one time there was Damo and Ant stood alongside each other, generally chuntering at some of the referee's decisions. So that was quite... It was a friendly night. It was a good night. It was a good despite night. Despite the
1: score. Um, and Newark, not playing again this Saturday. I'm, I'm getting wound up with the Central Midlands at yeah. the moment and they're views on playing football well, you play like football it? on a saturday afternoon not not have a saturday on play only no. second november is the next home
0: game now when i think it's afc bentley so uh, that's it
1: it's ridiculous
0: yeah I, mean, th- I i believe they're running short of officials i mean the the young lad that was running the line on saturday lawrence you often see him at central midlands um league games i tell you what he's got to be
1: the richest man i ever know four <laughs> games at the weekend and i had to get on <laughs> tuesday night i know <laughs> i tell you what <laughs> god bless him and i don't yeah. blame him i uh, don't blame him at all you, of course you see brandon
0: as well brandon yeah. is yeah. running the lines at flow and yeah. i've seen him at town games as well it, so it's
1: good to see it is it, it it really is it really is good to see and uh, what was good to see with young lawrence on saturday because he was getting a bit bitter stick from yeah. here there and everywhere and i was actually standing behind him in the first half and he was correct every single time
0: yeah i've not um, seen him have a bad it, game he really was
1: uh, and it was just oblivious to what was being said behind him and good luck to lad you
2: darted off yeah, the phone went, so I had to go answer it as your secretary, and um, it was actually Dave Freeman on the phone to say that Greg Smith has had two spells at Boston United, tremendous header of the ball, and he will score you stacks of goals. Yes, he will, yes. Thank you, Dave. That's uh, I. I couldn't... Be 100% in no. your mind
1: about the Boston bit Because yeah. I didn't know
2: whether it was Boston Town or no, Boston was, United. No, I
1: was struggling there.
2: Apparently Dave Freeman has been watching Boston He's United always. for 47 An years. An awful
1: long time Is mm-hmm. uh, Dave's been, been there. But uh, thank you for ringing us, Dave. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, so they don't play again until... 2nd of November, so it's week, week on Saturday. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm looking forward to one thing, Tony. Next week's Town Talk... Mm. <laughs> be silent <laughs> 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 you've got some homework to do before next week <laughs> yeah, absolutely so <laughs> you've got five minutes of no football, right The radio Notes sport is a show about you for you and most importantly with you. So it's easy to contact us as Dave Freeman has just done. I'll pick up the telephone and I'll send Mr. Smith out <laughs> to answer it. Six, six seven eight oh double three Or more to the point, email sport at uk. Your club or you could be part of the show. And if you want to go on the memories, you know, if it's a good one, we'll have you on the show and you can tell the you can tell the memory in person. You know what mine is? Fle- um, Wernedon Simpsons beating Forsbay, Dave Smith's Forsbay. <laughs> By five goals to three. What was the score at half-time?
3: It was three-nil. Oh.
1: <laughs> I did not mention that? <laughs> no, surprisingly. Right. Didn't.
0: It's only six-foot letters behind
1: yeah, you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well. well, we've done flow-serve, and, and we've done newat can Dave, who put in the best performance last weekend of all the rest? Well, and I think you'll probably agree with me, I'm going to give it this week to Grantham Town.
0: Huh. Um, Stop the rot. Good. Went to South Shields, where... Let's be honest, most people probably thought they were going to get absolutely tonked and they got a one-all draw despite going behind fairly early in the game. Chris Westcar scored uh, 73 minutes. There are extended videos you can see on YouTube. I've seen the official one from South Shields and I've seen a couple of the supporters ones and they look to play really well. And there must have been a fair old um, following from Grantham in the crowd of just over 2,000, which is commendable for that level. Wow. Because when Grantham scored, there was a, qu- a cracking roar down one side. So there are either so the noisy boys. It, oh, it's a cracking day
1: out, ah, let's yeah. be honest. It's a day, you know. Yeah. We were going, oh, Newcastle, right, come on, boys, <laughs> get the bus so organised. I, thi- I think
0: there were some other good results out there, but to be honest, I think going against the odds like that, I think we're going to get that to Grantham then, aren't we? I think so. I think yeah. so.
1: I'm sure there's got to be a Saturday team and a weekday team, you know.
0: Well, yes, yeah. It's got to be. Buxton, 7-0 down and forget it. And then
1: on the Saturday Saturday before, was it a 4-0 win at Ashton United? Yes, and and then, you know, they lost 7-0 and 4-0 in the week. And then they can go to South Shields on a Saturday and get a draw.
2: Yeah. If I was the manager, I'd be tearing my hair out. Yeah. Perhaps they've got some lads at work during the week.
1: (laughs) Well, it don't (laughs) add up, does it? That was the best. Grantham or Al team of the week because we're not yep. in, we're not including flow serve and tan in, in all this grant for our, our team of the week i've been racking my brains all week to what the other side of that is so who's the wallies of the week i'm afraid it goes to lincoln united oh
0: lost five nil at home to Kidsgrove grove athletic and purely on the on the score alone it was the biggest margin and i did hear one or two reports that they, if they'd have played for the whole of Saturday, they would have never got near the opposition's goal.
1: <laughs> so, so where maybe, are Kids Grove in, in the league then?
0: Uh, Kids Grove went into the game. I think they were eleventh. Um, there's not much difference between the two sides. They're very e- even. They're e- very evenly placed. So it's not something you would expect, then, is it? No. Um,
1: I think RHP played at Kids Grove Athletics Ground
0: in yes, the
2: face of the cup. They did.
1: So, um, we're going to talk about all the other local games, but just so everybody can be absolutely, perfectly sure of this, Pitchside Day's Team of the Week, right. or Graham from town, and Pitchside Day's Wallies of the Week, are Lincoln United. Me and yes. Tony had nothing to do with that at all. <laughs> so, so
0: based on that, what, yeah, based on that what, who would you have picked then Grantham I, I think you'd probably
1: agree I, I like Tony I'll leave it to our footballing yeah. experts <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> <laughs> I'm going
0: to get it varnished and leveled <laughs> um,
1: that's the best and the worst
0: what was in the middle okay Collingham um, unfortunately we're in the cup against Long Eaton United Community lost 3-1 Tom Johnson with a consolation goal Harrowby United Counties Division 1 they beat uh, Saint Andrews three uh, nil. Good win there. Jake Schaller, Abu Akar Siler, and Tom Figura on target for Harrowby. They're fourth in the table. Southwell now. Um, they were at home on Monday night to uh, uh, Aslockton. What I would say is, if you've never seen Southwell City's Twitter feed, it's it's worth it alone. Not for the not only just for the updates, but some of the comment, comments. They verily helped. Help, uh, helpfully let me know that uh, not only did they win 4 1, but for about 20 minutes, Aslockton put up a good show. But Bradley Pierce MacDonald was on target, Callum Law and Ashley Dixon got two. The attendance was 91 and three dogs.
1: <laughs> yes, all that.
0: Yeah. And uh, the other comment uh, half time, which made me spit my tea out was um, along the lines of despite saying it wasn't cold in the first half, Steve Venables came out with a coat and a hat on in the second. It must be because he's from Newark. So. <laughs> Come on, Fenny, you, you, you don't need a coat. You never see Damo in a coat. Yeah. And um, there was a, a, a young lad, man of the match was, uh, I'm afraid I don't know his first name, a uh, <coughs> young
1: lad by the name of Godson making his debut for the team.
0: So I think the way South will
1: have acted and reacted from the vandalism last Thursday night uh, yeah. has been an absolute credit to him yeah i did actually
0: walk down we i've got family in south we went down on sunday and we had a walk across there because my in-laws are sort of saying is it the main pitch how did they get on there i said no it's the what was the old minster church street school church street site and you can see where the car's got in there's uh, it needs a bollard on that footpath to stop that but yeah it was quite nasty it was not good And it's just the disruption that it causes to all the junior teams. And South
1: will have a very good junior side. Right, so uh, Tony Tony said the piece on Monday night. It's just, you just can't understand. Carry on.
0: No. Anyway, Curtin were were going, um, had got a a rapidly rearranged game against Radcliffe Olympic, but that fell foul of the weather. Highcombe Town, they entertained Grimsby Borough Reserves. Sorry, they went to Grimsby Borough Reserves. They won 2-1 and attendance of 45 there. Highcombe are now second. Moreland's Railway. They were off to Nettleham. They won six one. Seventy people saw Robbie Smith with a hat trick. George, George, sorry, Jordan Curtis, George Aspin and Sean can get the other goals. They're third in the table. So uh, George Aspin, George Aspin played for Lincoln Moreland Railway on Saturday, as he did when knew it. Don't play. Oh, oh, mm.
1: So he's dual registered. Yep.
0: Bingham Town. How's on, mate? Yep. Bingham Town. We had on the show last week uh, at home to Cockgrave. They won three two. Jake Hardy uh, got a brace. Ewan Sweeting um, with the other. They're first in the league. They're on equal points with AFC Dunkirk, but they've got superior goal difference and a game in hand. As we've already covered, Lincoln United sadly lost at home to Kidsgrove. Sleaford Town um, went to Northampton Old Northamptonian Chenex. Try saying that after a few pints <laughs> and lost four-one. And sadly, well, they're, sure they're twenty. Drink. Yeah, they're they're, they're they're at the bottom of the uh, league, not doing too well at all. Cleethorpe's got a one all draw at uh, Chasetown. There's 193 watched that game, and uh, S. Vernon on target. That leaves them in third place. And then we come on to um, Boston, sorry, Bourntown, uh, who uh, went down 4-0 away at Bristol United. So they're still 18th in the league. Because
1: won the first two or three,
0: Simon. Uh, I think mean, draw, and then yeah. certainly they got a good win against... Yeah. Um, uh, Rawnes, yeah, not Rawnes The other now, now a couple of
1: reversals. Yeah, I mean it's,
2: st- it's still mm-hmm. an early learning process, yeah, line, yeah. isn't
1: it? Yeah, they're still, they're
2: still, um, there's still, there's still them. I don't of, agree with this dual signing. I, th- I think you either play for one team or, or that's it. You know, it's just it doesn't seem to add up. Well, as long as the teams aren't in the same league, it's acceptable, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but I mean, So who do you play for in the county cup? You do one club, man. You can sign for flowserve
0: well he won't he won't uh, he no won't, no I mean,
1: yeah yes A. a- N. other can sign for flowserve Southwell, carlton town
0: um
1: you know
0: allerton yeah allerton
1: yeah. yeah different mm-hmm. leagues but you're all playing the same couple i i have got to admit to a large extent i'm i can understand it at this level because it does help teams out i mean it certainly helps his team out yes it does help teams out but it's messy
0: Yeah I mean I've, I, I will have a look um, I've mentioned this briefly um, the other week to you after the show um, with uh, uh, Link, with the two Lincoln sides Highcombe and Cleethorpes, because I suspect there's a player that's dual registered to both sides I, w- I will work through and make out that it's the same I can only work it, see the initial and the surname mm. and I will confirm if, it is, if he's registered to both as to who he would then play for I've not seen evidence of it happen here but in the Wessex League I actually know a player at Bashley who was on loan from who was dual registered to Gosport on a Wednesday night wasn't playing particularly well and we'd actually heard his coach from Gosport had been yelled over to him don't put yourself out you're playing for us tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and, and that's exactly what it <laughs> yeah that's exactly Needless what me Needless to say he it? didn't play for us ever again. Yeah you know it's
1: it, it's it's it, it's crazy. Okay is that, uh, that's it, that's have you got that's to the end moves. of your list? So I we've... have, yes. So there's a room um, for
0: another Tony monologue?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I've just renamed that, the Worldies and the Wallies. Yeah. Um, you can be the Worldie. Eh? We're mm. the rest out what Tony is. <laughs> Where's Wally? For, for, for a change. <laughs> FA Cup week last week. Um it was. Fourth qualifying round, I think. There uh, it was. There was this a is... very
2: nice piece in the non-league paper about Cone going away to Gateshead. Oh, yes. And apparently Fleetwood Town lent them their coach for the day, which I thought was a wonderful gesture.
1: This is where I like the FA. It's where we all like the FA Cup. (laughs) We we, we get bored with the FA Cup come the fourth round um, because the big boys treat it like rubbish and these people treat it like it ought to be. Yeah. Um, Let's start then, David, can we? I've got a list of four or five here, so let's start with Belpa Supporters magnificent turnout
0: was it 1900 in the end out of a crowd of just over five and a half thousand
1: <laughs> and belper's goal was
0: a bit of a world it wasn't it, it, it was it. It it a bit, bit of pinball the ball came out to the outside the box beyond the d and he just wellied it and it put a lovely curve on it as well round. and
1: <laughs> i mean you, you you can't believe it that's things dreams are made of yeah uh, so that was um that was fantastic and now let's hope belper's next home game is a crowd of one thousand nine hundred but but i somehow doubt it
2: wouldn't it have been lovely if they'd have held on for a replay uh, with us having been to the, the the gorgeous belper ground it would have been funny if they'd have won um <laughs>
1: well,
2: yeah <laughs> um <laughs> potter's bar
1: equalized seven minutes into injury time yeah
2: i mean they, a brilliant story Barnett's, yeah. yes
1: that's
0: a local derby as well people yes. don't realize that those towns that must be about five hmm. miles apart yeah. if yeah. that there's, there's
1: nothing is there yeah but There's I believe
0: nothing... um, Barnett's have won the replay, though, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Potters
1: Bar took the lead in the replay, didn't they? But I think yes. Barnett come back uh, yeah. come back to win it. But, I mean, the Saturday night, the bragging rights were certainly with Potters Bar, oh, wasn't gosh, it? Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, Barnett, yeah. we're, well, how many times have they been league teams, leagues three now, haven't they? And they've dropped out twice. And...
1: Ricky's goalkeepers, goalkeeping equaliser. Should goalkeepers be allowed to score goals, or should they be told to stay where they belong?
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's quite funny. I was actually <laughs> at the game when... Um, <laughs> mr Gla- jimmy glass um, yes. kept carl yes. in the league that's the first time i've been to Brunton yeah, park yeah. as well yeah so um yeah i mean it was nice but to see bill ricky circus for something other than glenn
1: tamplin yes it was wasn't yeah. it a good header as well wasn't it, it was it was a cracking it was yeah. a cracking header got another fork oh <laughs> unbelievable oh, <it's> <laughs> and um, finally it's last time i'm wearing the short skirt people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones shouldn't throw stones and after the long debate all week of those Bulgarian supporters which was absolutely completely 100% out of order yep we now get to Haringey against Yeovil
0: yep I've seen um one of the forums I'm on a Yeovil fan posted the video on YouTube of 10 minutes before and 10 minutes after the incident and said I'm a Yeovil fan so I might be looking at this with Yeovil eyes he said Make of this what you will. And in the 10 minutes, I didn't actually hear any racist comments. However, there were two or three characters down the front were being very much out of order with anybody. I suspect the goalkeeper was spat at. After the initial confrontation, there was three or four down the front um, sticking various numbers of fingers up and and unsavoury remarks at the player. Took the penalty and a bottle went flying over the... um, top of the heads of the people at the front and hit the net and sprayed the goalkeeper with water and in fairness the majority of Yeovil fans could be heard shouting what did you do that for, get him
1: out we said there was 1900 Belper supporters went to Notts County and let's be brutally honest Belper have not got 1900 supporters the brilliance about the FA Cup can always bring out the worst because I've seen Yeovil's been around for countless years Yeah, they were giant not and there's never been a problem year. at Jovel. No. whereas you could also argue in bulgaria the other day was they football supporters i tend to think not
0: no i mean there's an incident today they showed on sky news of some nazi um graffiti that's appeared in germany one is c kyle and they've spelt the heil wrong and the other word is the German word for poo, and they've spelt that wrong. So that's clearly not German people that are <laughs> no, exactly. that are spraying that on the wall. That's been done. No. effect <laughs> yeah. the same as a few years ago when I went to see England play rugby at uh, Croke Park while Lansdowne Road was being repaired. There was a Brits Out comment had been sprayed on the wall and the stewards were apologising
1: because it had only appeared about 25 minutes before the gates opened. I know the game game's being replayed, and I also know that the police have arrested... Two or two, three, two or three, yeah. Um, people from the Yeovil area. I think that's probably right. On the game should be replayed. Yeah, the FA must love the fact that the winner's going to Archibald, who's already been in trouble this year. On a, for similar <laughs> for, things, for similar to Dover, similar, yes. similar <laughs> things. So that that's absolutely come out yeah. wonderful, and the FA must be well <laughs> impressed with that one. Um... Uh, yeah. I don't think there's an awful lot more that, that, that they can do, is see. I think it would be very
0: unfair to chuck you out of the competition. I think so, because as we said last week, um, it's sad in this day and age we are still talking about racism in mm. what we call a civilised country. However, football seems to be the vehicle for all the ills and um, oddities of society at the moment. If you got rid of football all, uh, altogether, they'll follow rugby, they'll follow ballet, they'll follow whatever's an excuse. So it's
1: the same, same as, as I said us. the other day to you both. Should he shut Bulgaria
2: at? Because I honestly don't think that's was Bulgarian football supporters doing it. And, and, no. and, and apparently a Bradford City fan has also um, sparked um, an inquiry because uh, he was allegedly um, racially abused as well the other night. It's it's just. I mean, I've I've, I've said all I really want to do about it, but it's it's just it's it's just inhuman. And on that note. OK, we're going to take a little
1: break from football now because on Saturday morning at the what seemed to be the crack of dawn, I was at uh, Kellam to see the good people off on the 20th um, running of the Dave Lewis Challenge. And uh, we're very proud and pleased to have on the telephone with us now Rhys Lewis, who not only attended, he also did the challenge. Rhys, good evening.
3: <laughs> How are you? you all
1: right, I'm all right, thanks. Rhys, it must be a... Um, a day of of mixed emotions for for um, for the family.
3: Yes, no, uh, it's a very proud day for us. Actually, um, it's just it's a very lovely tribute to my father. And some, I say, like you said, there's yourself, there's some very good people there that, that organised the event, Rob Ellis and the guys from KC. So it's just a fantastic opportunity for us to get together and um, celebrate his memory. Really, so yeah, fantastic event.
1: I see. um you yeah, know, as I said, it it, it, it is the twenty. I say running. It's not quite a run because it's more. It's more orienteering in the lovely countryside yeah, yeah, yeah. in, in and around Kelham. Two events, right. 27 miles and, and 10 miles, I think.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. So, it's, yeah, no, it's labelled as, as a challenge event, so um, people can take that as they wish. You know, obviously, there's, there's a longer course there for those um, maybe more hardcore amongst us, but there's, there's people going around with dogs and there's people that will run it, and um, it draws a really kind of, um, well, diverse audience, I suppose, and, and like I said, uh, there's, there's something in it for everybody, I think
1: it's something that you and your brother do do every year your brother unfortunately injured in, this year but yeah an, an absolute massive turnout of university chums pals friends um the reese lewis fan club yeah <laughs>
3: um well no, no not just myself with my sister um, it well, every year as well with my mum, um and, and it's, it's really sort of a bit of a social to so kind of um pull in you know friends and family and they get together from, from near and far and as I said this year was particularly well supported from um, well they're all new York lads all, all school friends from, from the Magna school that saw his opportunity you know not caught up for a good while and come and do the event and and pitch in and, and and support the event I suppose so yeah it's lovely from our point of view to see those faces and obviously you know they're safe in the knowledge that they're supporting three um, fantastic charities this year as well because as I say that I think they're robin's team raised up towards 800 pounds this year so um all going to very very worthy causes
1: and tell us who the charities are raised.
3: so this year they went to sam white charity uh a charity for prostate cancer and uh, the new York community first team. you do fantastic work at these events as well so yeah all very local charities that, that i say that will go great straight back into the you know new York community
1: and the Central Midlands even cancelled a football match for each, so oh, that you, so don't let you do it.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know about that because obviously we didn't play Tuesday night, didn't we? So uh, we weren't particularly fantastic. So <laughs>
1: you would probably not recovered. What time did you get rounding? Because I know, with the looks of it, when you all went off, it was more of a sort of of a social than a sort of a time-driven yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. thing. No, the, the, the years where I've sort of tried to run, you know, run it properly and run hard, and then uh, this year with, with the fact that I had so many friends across that. I wanted to sort of that share, it, that experience. There were, um, not so much the time, time push this year. But um, in saying that, they, you know, they put a good shift in, and um, I think we got round by about twelve o'clock in the end. So just in time for uh, to get across to the pub and catch the end of the rugby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect timing, race it, it is one of the landmark events of the year, and uh, New York Athletic Club, as you would say. Um, Rob Ellis, Rob Orgill, Gareth and the gang. Um, does it proud every single year long yeah, yeah. long may it last because thousands and thousands of pounds have been raised for charity dad would have been proud and i know mum sister you and rory are also well proud of it at least thanks for coming Absolutely. on thanks for no talking problem, about no, thank it you and very uh, much. we'll catch it with you again very soon
3: thanks all
1: me thank you so much. thanks reese have a good evening them. bye fantastic <laughs> it, was, it, it is a fantastic event you know and it, it must bring back memories for him but you know Dave, if he was with us now, would be so proud of Reese lewis
2: Absolutely. Perfect, yeah. perfect. I think it's, it's, it's uh, a very good example of the diversity of this programme, that one minute we can be talking about inhuman races, and the next we talk to a lad who's one of the finest human beings that's ever been created. Yeah. you I, I, see there's I, times isn't they yeah th- th- there are times aren't they you know most of it <laughs> but there
1: are times you know when 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 everybody knew it says why do you have him in there yeah. that's why i have him in yeah. here well, for that comment even yeah. even a blind squirrel finds a nut <laughs> <laughs> that must be a blind. anyway <laughs> and then he moves um, it back <laughs> let's talk about jamie curaton shall we yes uh, <laughs> jamie curaton for tony's benefit has now scored in all of nine all of england's top nine tiers he's 44 years old and he set the new scoring record for enfield actually he's bishop stortford's boss he's their manager yeah but they, they play at the same ground um he's dual registered
0: and um he went one night to watch them. Um, and they sort of said have you got your boots why i said well as you're dual registered we're a couple short you're on and he said i really enjoyed it and he said i turned up again um was it last night oh, and he said pretty much the same thing don't worry about doing your training you're going straight on and uh, yeah he scored so he's just think he's got step is it six and seven to score in now and he's done he's done the full set because <laughs> <laughs> he played at county didn't he he did for, for a time. while yeah not yeah. for very long i don't think i
2: do I know the time. name yeah was he at switched well? time yeah. when he
1: he sort of peaked
2: i think it? i've was seen him, him play i think
0: i've seen him play against forest at the city ground a couple of times Yes, yeah.
1: i mean that's yeah. fantastic that he's 44 and he's still obviously
0: enjoying playing football yeah, I mean, he, he did actually say that. I heard an interview with him today, and he just said, I've done it all. With, he wasn't big-headed about it. He said, I just play because I enjoy it. You know, I can just turn up. He said, "And I'm lucky enough I can still run and, uh, you know, play
1: to a reasonable standard. Confidently expect to see him playing for Flow Server week on Saturday. <laughs> 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 I can say that, Mr Smith. You would get shot for it. <laughs> okay, um... we now need to have a look what's happening this coming weekend in the wonderful world of newark sport and um i'm just going to quickly go through um the non-football and dave can tell us his pick of the week where you all should be descending on on saturday and he's now frantically looking down his list but he's going to tell us the pick of the week um If it's Rugby Union, your game, you're obviously going to be glued to the television on Saturday morning. Then you should jump in the car and go to Lincoln on Saturday afternoon because it's Lincoln v Newark in a bit of a local derby. Newark really do need to get something out of this because three defeats on the bounce is is not good and, to be honest, I've already been to Lincoln and got stuffed fairly heavily in the cup pre-season so it's going to be hard. it's going to be hard work wi-
2: what in the cup pre-season no it's just, i know it's strange. they had a cup yeah, game I and some friendly you
1: know one friendly one cup game one friendly uh, i mean I, I love our rugby do most things but yeah. i can't get over that one yeah. how can you be at the cup before the season starts it's just the hockey ladies ones they are a la- away to Loughborough ladies fours both sides are on six points so this will be one of paul Halfpenny's need to get something matches hockey ladies twos who have yet to register a point in this season they travel to third place works up so don't be too surprised on monday night if paul's saying that they're still looking to register getting a point this season and um, the newark men i mean f- for many years the newark men have been in the shadow of the ladies at the hockey club yep. um but the men are absolutely on fire Um, The return of Alex Davis seems to have gelled them. The top of the table, they're just storming past everybody. They go to bottom of the table, Chesterfield, at the weekend. So we confidently expect Newark to um, rake in another three points and an awful lot of goals. And uh, having said that, it probably won't happen. The football match to go to this weekend is... I don't know about the football match to go to. I know the two
0: that I've been looking at... um... Sunday Acre Town tomorrow, entertain Southwell City.
1: That's in the not-senior league. I'm still getting there. We're going to Selston at night time. I'm definitely yeah. not going to San Diego. Um,
0: well, Flo-, Flo server off to Long Eaton United. That's third against six. Long Eaton beat Hormond 5-0 on Saturday. So uh, oh you, can, you can gauge that. Oh dear. Collingham go to Kroll car- uh, Colts at Windsor Park. That's a new ground for me, but I won't be going there. That's 10th against 12th. Harrowby, United Counties action away at Saffron Dynamo. 8th against 4th. Grantham are at home to Scarborough Athletics, that's 14th against 13th. Aslockton home against Cockgrave, 11th against 10th. Curtain don't have a game. Highcombe are at home to Epworth Town Colts in the Cup. Lincoln Moorland Railways are at home to the in the Cup to Limestone Rangers, wherever Limestone is. Lincoln United were going to Leak Town, but it's now been announced uh, this week that the uh, they're now going to Sheffield FC, the oldest club in the world. Um, so... Lincoln are eleventh. I don't know where Sheffield are. leak would have been second. I don't I think it's fifth against eleventh now. Sleaford Town are away to amsterdam Nomads. So that's ninth against twentieth. Cleethorpes uh, Town are uh, home to Stockbridge Park Steel. So that's third against fifth. And the game that's taking my eye for Saturday afternoon, Bourne uh, Town are entertaining Aylston Park. So that's eighteenth against second. So that could be um, a
1: baptism of fire. <laughs> I quite like the Cleeforts-sounding one. Just tell me the Cleeforts one again. Uh, Stockbridge-Park-Steel.
2: So that was Vardy's sixth. club, wasn't it?
0: Yes, it was. It was third against fifth. Mm, that's a, that yeah. sounds a bit of a... a and of the a
2: win for Long Eaton United has put them third in the MFL table. So it's, has it? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I have to say, actually, I did when I
0: wrote the positions down, yeah, That didn't take yeah. last night's
1: uh, score into account either. For so a good weekend of football it's just a pity there's no football within a 20 mile radius of newark no (laughs) unbelievable it really is um this is the night that you've all joined in on the show and we thank you for that it's it's kept tony busy on 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 the telephones scotland apparently beat bermuda by 46 runs in the t20 world cup qualifying mr smith never in doubt so there you go so you couldn't beat (laughs) namibia and you struggled against papua new guinea i I I couldn't pronounce namibia but if you're doing (laughs) reasonably Probably
2: probably to come up short. <laughs> oh can I can I give a credit to your headline? Yeah, go on Scored then. Scored two goals last night. Mick whispered in my ear just before the final whistle, I've got your headline, Greg's on a row. Oh <laughs> <laughs> And he calls you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm very,
0: I, I I'm, I'm very sun with my headlines, you know. <laughs> it's as bad as the salmon joke last week. I bet he leaps to
1: the goal. There you go. You see, we can. We're we're, we're more than capable of bringing it down. Absolutely. Do whatever you do in this sport this weekend. You know, go out there and enjoy it. And let's just hope it doesn't rain too much yeah. tomorrow, because we do. The fact that we've all got to travel vast amounts of miles to see any sport. Yeah. Um that's yeah, just hope it, it's A li- at least it's i've over. withheld
2: on my comment that uh, when, when you were talking there about limestone ranges I, mean, cow- I, 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 I presume their nickname the cowboys uh, <laughs> limestone <laughs> cowboys it's just you know it's something that came into my head I, I can't believe i said it out loud now <laughs> he, <laughs> looked at, he looked to be on the stage didn't he <laughs> what the next out of town with stocks and
0: cabbages <laughs> cry <laughs>
1: but i'm talking of singing um <clears throat> the privileged ones amongst you might have seen a young man in the Flow Serve dressing room. Oh, gosh, yes. um, Singing the Flow Serve song. Brilliant. That young man and his backing group are here on this show live on Monday night. Brilliant. You cannot get better than that. Rory (laughs) Booth is live singing the song. And I tell you what, Alan Jones, on your bike, pal. This boy (laughs) can sing. Monday night um coming up next dean anderson and the crew that make the tnt soul show are waiting in the wings andrew channing is sitting next door ready to do his show on dab you really are spoilt for choice that's us for this week we're back on monday with live music on the sports show it's never happened but it has happened before because the rugby girls have sang haven't they this is live music on the sports show i can't wait big thanks to Pitchside dave he's been here as well um we look forward to seeing you again next week we've had a cracking time tonight on the thirsty football show see you soon
2: Bye. <laughs>